Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode covering model car culture from around the world. This is episode number 185. I am your host, 65 Lokes. I'm excited for this episode because we have our guest all the way from Texas, David Bion. You guys know him as Detail Junkies. The man does so many various things in the hobby scene, and he's just producing a lot of cool, rad products and projects that he's got coming up. And I uh, just want to get right into that. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey, what's up, bro? Yo, what's up, David? How you doing? Good, good, man. Chill. Nice, nice. Welcome to the podcast. All right. So we live already, huh? Yeah, we're on it. This is uh, episode number 185. Nice. That's cool, man. Dude, I, I'm I'm happy because uh, there's so much stuff to cover, man. And I, I wanted to start things off going back to May because um, right. I know you had the show, but I, I was like thinking about it and I was going like, dude, I don't think we ever, you know, talked about the show like how to go and everything you know leading we did it, but i know um, we talked before like leading up to it but like the initial yeah. day that's what i want to know um t- tell us about this was the plastic society show back in uh, may 21st of, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. of this year man okay um it was it seems like a year ago already you know <laughs> uh but it was a blast dude um so yeah the whole thing was leading up to it i remember it was um yeah, Andres and Francois, they were the ones that really kind of, um, yeah, kept me on path because there was a moment there I was thinking of just kind of going a, a cheap route, you know, um, falling into the generic settings of uh, most model car shows. Um, just kind of giving up on that whole idea of doing something cool, you know? Yeah. And uh, those guys were the ones that were like, nah, bro, let's keep going. Uh, so we ended up, uh, yeah, finding that cool spot in Oak Cliff. Uh, it was like, um, yeah, just an artist, like collective kind of spot. And, uh, yeah, we had a good turnout, man. A lot of people came out from, you know, out of state and out of town and, uh, really packed that house up. We had a, we had a great time. Everything, everybody seemed like they were in great moods. Um, I think Andres probably got stuck with whatever complaints we did have, uh, <laughs> uh, as <laughs> the he did service. <laughs> Yeah, as he did at the dedicated show, he ends up getting stuck with stuff like that somehow. Oh, uh, maybe Francois a little bit too, um, mm. but yeah, it was it was a great time. Um, there was, um, let's see, yeah, we had Fine Scale Auto, um, yeah, came out to do uh, coverage for that, which was pretty cool. They wanted f- photography, and at the time, I had a buddy of mine. Um, but he budgeted to do a video and he ended up having to cancel last minute. So it was really good that that dude, um, that skill auto, um, really stepped up and wanted to be there because I had no plans. Like, you know, it's usually, uh, me and Francois that do the photography at these, you know, at our own shows for the magazine and stuff for dedicated and everything. But, uh, yeah, we were going to be too busy. So I didn't want to, you know, set aside any time. So it was really cool that, um, that guy dropped by. They, um, yeah, they, they skipped another show to come to ours cause, just because they'd heard some good things. Oh, Wes, as a matter of fact. Wes was the one that put them on to us. 
uh, when he was uh, talking to those guys at another show. And uh, so they got excited about it and came out and visited with us. And uh, yeah, they just talking to that dude. He was like, yeah, he's like, all you hear is laughing. You know, he's like, I've been listening to all these people's conversations and everybody's just having fun. He's like, I don't see that anywhere else. You know, he's like, this is definitely a different type of show that you guys are doing. And, you know, he's happy that he made it out. And at first I thought it was just going to be online, you know, photos. So they did that. But then um, uh, Bill sent us over a picture of the, uh, um, the, the uh, what do you call it, the table of contents where we're going to be in the contest issue too. So it's kind of cool. Oh, that's dope. They're going to include that in there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool, man. I was, yeah. Good to see that. So uh, it made an impression, you know, that's, um, you know, it's always important what, you know, the, you know, what everybody feels locally and the people that come out of town, but to hear from a guy that hits up all the shows, you know, that's what he does is, you know, travel the shows and checks them out, you know, for that dude to pull me aside and just kind of commend us on our efforts and everything and tell us, keep going. You know, that was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, so we're definitely on the right path and, uh, yeah, big, big thanks to Francois and Andres for, um, yeah, keep keeping me, yeah, just, you know, just keep me on the right path and, uh, yeah, keep pushing to do some fun stuff and not fall to the, the generic stuff, you know? No, yeah. I mean, how was it the night before? Like, could you, were you able to sleep pretty early or was it something you were up, like, all night just trying to make sure everything was in place? No, I'm, I'm past that stuff, man. I used to do that, you know? <laughs> It's like what if we got everything, you know, try to be prepared, load up the car with everything we can. And um, uh, Andres took off. Yeah, Andres and Francois were, took off like that day before to get a lot of stuff prepped. So they already had like tables delivered. And um, yeah, they took off. Uh, they took a lot of the, the heavy lifting off of my shoulders for that one. Um, so, yeah, basically, I just needed to show up early. <laughs> and, yeah uh, and be cool. ready to help out so um yeah just kind of get in where i fit in with everything and yeah it was pretty smooth i think uh overall you know um good group of guys to have you know um and not just under this in francois but you know the whole the whole crew really came together as far as helping out you know making sure we need you know table placement setting everything up and just um yeah not being dicks, you know, just being there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's cool. And uh, like that day, it, it must be kind of strange, right? Like getting there super early, n- like no one's there yet. And then eventually start seeing it, you know, er- come to life. Like everybody, the oh, cars popping in. Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, in the first few minutes, you know, before it opens up, you you wonder a little bit if, if it's going to fail. You know, you may not have any concerns even up until just that moment. You know, you, you may be telling yourself and you may have, you know, you've seen people coming in from out of town. You see, you know, but then there's always that moment. It's like, what if it's only like those 10 people? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like last minute thoughts, you know, it's like crap, you know, but no, yeah, it, it was cool to see it just grow and all of a sudden, yeah, the tables, you know, just keep fuller and fuller. Yeah. Does that ever kind of, those having those thoughts kind of bring you back to like when you used to like promote shows? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that stress. That. that was stressful. That was every time. That was where the people weren't going to show up, or when I get cocky and expect people to show up and nobody would. Those <laughs> are the worst. Yeah, well, the ones where you actually had money on the line, you invested yeah. in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, <laughs> I, headliners. 
Right. Well, the thing that sucked is like headliners, you know, you, being in Dallas, I wouldn't get the cool Friday, Saturday nights for people going on tour. I'd end up on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. I'm like, yeah, we can do it. You know, we've done Tuesday nights with, you know, just us and had a good time. So if we can put a headliner on on the middle of the week, we'll be fine. <laughs> My God. Yeah. <laughs> it's never the case. <laughs> yeah it's crazy i had a friend who would promote shows in the la area he didn't even he didn't live in la like he lived like two hours away from la but he would make the drive because he had a connection to a spot that they would like yeah you know let him do a night and I, oh, yeah. I i always try to help him you know as much as i could to to you know promote it be there play there whatever you know whatever he needed mm-hmm. like it was all good but i remember uh leading up to whatever event he would have he would always tell me dude, make sure you come, like, next week. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. He's like, dude, there's going to be, like, I'm expecting, like, 4,000 people there. I'm like, for real? At that Jeez. spot? He's like, yeah, yeah, dude. I The other night, I went to, like, two shows, and I passed mm-hmm. out, like, like about that amount of flyers. Oh, nah, bro, that's not how it works. But <laughs> cool, know? cool. Yeah, yeah, you got the word out, though. You did your job. That's good. It was funny, though, because I was like, what? Like, that doesn't mean they're going to go, you know? And yeah. And it just reminded me, like, you know, coming out of show sometimes, you know, sometimes, like, that was the thing. People would be standing outside the venue, handing out flyers to people. I see that, dude. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, you see a name, you know, of an artist. You're like, oh, dope. You throw it in your pocket or whatever. But I would see sometimes some people just kind of just toss it, you know, or not even want it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. She's like, yeah. Yeah. Like you're a beggar or something and then just keep (laughs) going away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I used to be that guy. I used to be, you know, wouldn't be be more myself, but it'd be like a few of us standing outside of different shows, like mm-hmm. especially if we find out, like, oh, that's where everybody's at. They're at the freaking DJ, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, who was it? Um, Z Trip was in town one day, and then totally took her crowd. I'm like, damn it! Oh, I yeah, didn't that, realize he's in town. That yeah, sucks when that, that happens. You, you have your yeah. event, and then all of a sudden, it's just like someone else is doing something on the same night. I'm yeah, in the town, and you're like, dang. Yep. So yeah, I remember standing outside there with the flyers, like, all right, this is what we'll be next week. <laughs> to the time we were doing a weekly, yeah. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's crazy because like I, I didn't know about your town until you know we started talking. I met you and all, but mm-hmm. there's like a couple artists that sometimes like in the past, like I bought the records and stuff over the years, and then um, I'll look them up, and I'll start to say like where they're from. Or it'll say this album was recorded in, and then it'll say your town, Denton, Texas. That's cool. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. man, that's pretty dope. You know, I was like, cool. Like, you know, now I know where that that's at. You know, it, it yeah. it's just a trip. It's a trip, and I feel like there's just a lot of talent and things that come out of your town. Yeah, yeah. Now that you know the name of it, yeah, you kind of yeah you pick up on it. It's just not some random. Yeah, mm-hmm. you recognize the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just like a certain car on the street that you like all of a sudden get are interested in. Now you see them everywhere, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, for the show, you know, I, I did see like coverage and just people that were there that, you know, made the distance to go out, out there. And I was like, damn, that's dope. Even, uh, Gavin was out there. Uh, yeah, lo- yeah. lawyer yeah, on a car parts. That's dope. Um, yeah, it, it was tight. You know, he, he made that, that trip out, to the states and i mean i felt like he he really you know uh was able to like take advantage be everywhere you know uh especially yeah, yeah, promoting his business. Of his, 
yeah, he made the best of his trip. Yeah, that was great that he came out and he had, yeah, the Cali circuit too. Um, yeah, he had a good time. He had a fun time. Yeah, that's right. That's what we did. Um, so I didn't catch up with him that night that he got there because, yeah, I pretty much just stayed in. Um, but the night of the show, yeah, we ended up coming out here to Denton. Um, yeah, if you get a chance to talk to him, you can get to ask him about his visit to Dallas because he had a interesting night. Uh, his first night here. Yeah, get a, get a, get a recap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get a recap because it, it's, a, it's a funny story. Him and uh, <laughs> Doug Kenobin. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah, we had a great time. Oh, yeah. And then we had the after party. That was always fun, man. That's one of the things we always do with ours, um, the after party. So, where'd you guys go cool, for that? Uh, there turned out there was a sports bar um, just, a, you know, a block away. So, we all just walked over there. And, uh, yeah, Thingo's had his 59 Impala up there, crew posted up right in front, and uh, yeah, just a bunch of loudmouths over there having a fun. Um, uh, yeah, so we were up there pr- till pretty late, I think, and we just saw fun. Yeah, just yeah, but it was great, man. Yeah, the, the after parties are always a lot of fun. Uh, Pablo uh, was out there, made it. Yeah, he made it out yeah, there. He, he made, made the trip. trip. Mm-hmm. That's tight. Um, yeah. did did it feel like it it was like a blur sort of like it went by so fast that day once everybody everything was active? Uh, typically that's how I feel, but this one not so much. I, I it wasn't I wasn't running around like I usually am where I don't get a chance to enjoy it. This one I really got to soak it in a little bit more. I was we we're a little bit more um, organized and you know um, we had. You know, Andres, you know, enlisted help of some fam to run the the entry tables and everything, registration tables, you know. So, you know, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, I didn't have to worry about all that stuff, you know. I, um, so, yeah, I really got a chance to enjoy it. We had Doug handle the, uh, the um, he was the head of the judging. So, you know, I didn't have to do a lot of the judging either. I had him do the announcing. That was fun. Um yeah, so I really got a chance to enjoy it. So, no, it wasn't a blur. I, I really got to soak it in. And that was a nice change of pace, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool, man. And, I mean, I, after that, I felt like you just got, like, I mean, you're always busy, but I feel like a lot of things just kind of landed on your plate, you know? You started doing those uh, those Hot Wheels with, the like, hip-hop artists, like, collaborations. Yeah, dude, it's been a lot of fun. Like, I didn't mean to take this turn. It was just started with... Um, I guess late last, yeah, Christmas presents, man. I oh yeah, started with the uh, MF Doom truck that I wanted to do, and then it was like an ice cream, the ice, the Wu Tang ice cream truck, and the Raekwons, and then it just kind of spiraled from there, dude. Um, I did a few, you know, as as uh, Christmas gifts last year, and then yeah, I just I thought they were pretty cool, and everybody else thought they were really cool, so I kept just doing them and come up with different ideas. So um, yeah, it's been fun, man. Yeah, I like yeah, those, those projects. The custom cards that you create for the back, like for the back, that you uh, attach the bubble to, those are good. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah, that's that's just as much part of the project as figuring out some cool card art. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm learning. You know, uh, I do a lot of uh, stuff on Adobe Illustrator, so I'm there's still I'm barely scratching the surface on what I can do with that program. But that's also what I used to draw the photo which stuff too. Yeah, and and when you get in contact with these artists, when they get to see, uh, you know, like what you create from that, how's that feeling? Uh, you know, um, 
it was it's cool first of all that they actually read your your um message and then to actually get a reply where they're interested and think it's a cool idea yeah that's that's something um started with uh loser new school i'm a big fan of that and i just had the idea to do the bus for um you know um and uh reached out to dinko d um and yeah, he was all about it right away. He's like, yeah, um, I finished it up and sent him over, you know, asked him for his address. You know, I, I had it done before I even uh, told him about it. Then I offered to send him some. So I just sent him the whole batch. And then after that, I reached out to uh, Master Ace, dude. That was cool. Um, and um, that project is still like ongoing. And then, yeah, it turned into like the cool kids, which I'm a big fan of, you know, Chicago group. Um, so yeah, it's it's still going, man. I've talked to Tash from the Alcoholics. Um, yeah, uh, Iso, I'm in conversation with from uh, Zarface, Exoteric. Uh, so yeah, it's it's cool to have some of these conversations so far. Yeah, and, and one of the other ones you did um, that was pretty dope was that the the airplane for the MCA day. Oh the yeah, Boys. yeah. So uh, yeah, I kind of made friends with this dude. His name is uh, Jay. My, my tape popped toys is his uh, Instagram, and um, he uh, busted out this prototype that he'd been working on. He'd been spending he spent a lot of time on it, getting it, um, um, you know, with the three D modeling aspect of it. And already had given one to another dude to finish up for him with the painting because he was struggling with it, and. Uh, when he showed me the project, I was like, dude, was like, let me show you something. I sent him a picture of this plane that I'd bought. Because I did the research and found a type of plane. And I bought a model kit of it to do the same thing. I just hadn't started on it yet. And still no idea when I would be able to. But I was like, I love that. I was like, you know, so we talked for a while. And I said, send it over to me. You know, we'll work on one. See how many we can get out. Because he wanted to have it done for that uh, Beastie Boys Festival, MCA Day. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of made it all work. I had to... Uh, Tagging, you know, uh, Andres and Francois to help me out with that one because there's no way I was going to knock out what we did like 20 of them, I think. Um, you know, um, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was great, man. I love that project. And we're planning on doing some more too. We're, um, yeah, we're putting our brains back to it and seeing if how we can streamline it to make it go a little bit faster because you know it was it was a lot of work, but. Um, we definitely enjoyed it, but it was a lot of work, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I'm sure the dude was happy that you guys came through. For him. Yeah. Yeah. I know he was a little paranoid about the, you know, he's like, <laughs> he's about us coming through with it. You know, it's a big project. Yeah. Rightfully so. I was like, don't worry, bro. I got this. He's looking you know? at the calendar. Like, it's good. Yeah. He's like, dude, everything's falling into place perfectly. Like the one concern I had was a decal showing up on time. Cause, um, like the decals I've made in the past, um, they're those uh, really nice quality water slide ones that are die cut and everything just like out of a kit. And uh, so that was the batch I made for that went out with the last the original. Um, well, I guess late last year's photo etch batch, you know, the wood grain and stuff like that with a 65 Rivy and all those decals. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of the things that was important for this project was to have some Beastie Boys decals on the thing and you know just well-made ones you know not homemade where i'm cutting them all out and <laughs> yeah worried about them you know not you know uh white decals cut them out as a pain um they got to be precise like, like horrible uh so yeah it, they 
we had to put in an order and, uh, you know, get here from China and just make sure we had him in time. So everything just worked out perfectly. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, everything was just really smooth. Yeah. The, the part from looking at the decals that to me looked quite difficult, but you guys knocked it out was the stripes that are on the side of the plane. The, the that was the difficult part, bro. Section was, like that, the crash. Yeah. <laughs> the crash part's fun because, you know, that's just weathering. You know, once you get that down, it's pretty fun. But the difficult part was definitely the stripes, man, doing those. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, we played around with trying to do decals, but with all those all those bumps and over the window um, frames and everything, um, that was, yeah, I did a test on some of those and that wasn't working out. So ultimately, yeah, we just had to do it old school, man. You know, mm-hmm. didn't line tape. Um, oh, you know what came in handy, dude, was your uh, that uh, tape cutter that I got from you, that orange uh, oh, pad. The, is it the the panel line uh, from HIQ parts, that clear tape, the thick tape? No, no, no. The actual uh, pad, the cutting, the cutting. Oh, uh, pad, okay, okay. Yeah. Cutting board. From Infinity Model. Um, yeah, yeah, orange, the yeah, with, with, with the lines. Yeah, that dude, that saved my ass on that one. Yeah, that was great. Because I bought thin tape before, you mm-hmm. know, and I have a stack of, you know, here's one on my desk right now, salty something, salty dog or something. And, you know, I bought some really thin tapes and everything. Oh, Jamie Dog, my bad. Jamie Dog is one of the tapes I've bought in the past. And then I bought the, what's the other one? Um, the, um, Japanese uh, Hasegawa, don't they have that black thin tape? Yeah, it's like super thin. Yeah, so I bought that before too, and that was okay, but it kept snapping on me. Mm-hmm. But um, the best results I had were the uh, with your cutting mat using just some generic uh, that yellow Tamiya tape masking tape mm-hmm. with that, and then um, and there was a couple spots where I was able to just make one just a tenth of a or millimeter larger. You know, so that worked out perfectly. Um, yeah, that was just a great tool to have, man. That that really saved it. That's tight. Made the project easier, man. Yeah. No, I'm happy to it. hear. Yeah, yeah. So good find. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> no, hell yeah. I mean, aside from the, you know, like these projects right here, uh, there was also, you know, going back to like the 124, uh, a release, you did uh, a, a photo etch for the curbside uh, cars. Oh, that was cool, right? So yeah, that was, uh, how'd that come that together? Like, Gavin, Gavin um, was into RC, and uh, there's one that's made out there for RC uh, bodies. You know, so you, you you know those guys they have multiple bodies, so they will just mock them up on some wheels, and uh, they have one pretty much the same design, dude. I just basically stole it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, no shame, dude. Like God, jacked that idea. Uh, how's how's the like for someone that gets one how do you what's the process like assembling one of these all right so when i first got it i thought this was going to be super easy um you really got to get used to working with those tiny screws and that little screwdriver set i have that i bought to go with them which they're just cheap um uh eyeglass uh, screwdriver sets with a little uh, wrench on it Mm -hmm. um you just got to kind of mentally prepare that this is not going to be easy. But after the first, after you get it down, it's actually, you know, it's not horrible or anything. It's nothing we can't do. It's just different from what we're used to doing when we're just sanding and gluing parts together and stuff. Um, 
you know, it's, it's working with these super tiny screws. Um, but you know, that's about it. It's just working with tiny screws. <laughs> um, once you get out, the, you know, once you figure out the first two, I kind of get your rhythm with it. Um, I do recommend, uh, like a wax pen or wax pencil, a little, you know, um, to help you grab some of those pieces and set them onto the wrench and everything that makes it easier. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's not horrible. It's just, but don't, don't go into it thinking you're going to be done with this in five minutes. It, it takes about an hour. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, yeah. think about it. Like, you know, most of us have multiple, it's like the, the terminations on our, in our head, you know, we, we want to see something done and like, completed and even if we don't get it done in that moment we we still like we'll take our time even if it takes like some days you know but yeah now we're i don't know i just now we're i just went into it thinking yeah i just had to get get used to working with such tiny screws um so you'll lose a few you know whatever (laughs) Um, but it's 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 not that it's not that bad i I put in extra screws in all of them oh nice um and if you if you know if it comes out that you don't it's years later that you finally decide to use it and i don't carry them for whatever reason they're just a screw set from you know for eyeglasses it's i, I try to make it as common you know as possible yeah someone could find so are there parts that you need to bend as well um from the sheet yeah but um you don't need any like a ruler or anything to do it you can pretty much bend it yeah, by hand it's just mm. the uh the um what would you call it the uh the spindle part, you know, because those need to bend. Um, so you'll bend it from like the um, what would be your uh, a arm to the spindle, that part, that point. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Everything else is just screwing in and and, uh, and, and as, adjusting, sliding. And as far as like the like the rod that you use for that, um, what what size or or does it come with it, or do you got to get that kind of separate? To, yeah, uh, so I originally I had it in my mind that we would just be screwing the uh, wheels to the um, you know through to the mount. So I, I include some screws for that, but I discovered yeah, like on the next one, I was like, oh, this is way easier if I just use a brass rod that I have. Mm-hmm. I wrote it down in the instruction sheet. I don't have one in front of me, um, but it's pretty much the standard size that fits. Um, I want to say. Maybe not the one that's like the the we're kind of used to for like the Pegasus wheels. I want to say it's a size smaller than that, but it's pretty common. Like you can find it at Hobby Lobby and stuff. Okay. Um, and the and the you know in the package with the the red cardboard with the rubber you know set of you know six of them or something like that. Um, I can't think of the name of it either. But, yeah, so, yeah, it's it's a common one to find, and I put the I put the dimension the the measurements on the instruction sheet. So. Cool. So these will fit. You know, it's like uh, Gavin's wheels, like great because I see you had some like mocked up uh, with them. Yeah, yeah, because he used kind of that smaller hole um, size that was yeah smaller than Pegasus, but it's like the same size that um, uh, Jeffries uses as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's it's easy to set up and uh, and it works well with pretty much any body, man. Like I've, you know, I me- when I drew it out, I measured it to fit a Pinto. You know, make sure it would fit something the smallest car I had. Um, there's probably smaller, but that's the smallest one I had in, at the time, um, nearby anyway. Then um, yeah, it also worked with your big 
body Cadillacs and everything, you know, 65 Lincolns and stuff like that. Those really long, you know, wheelbases. Um, so it should work for pretty much everything you'd want outside of, you know, a rig, you know, six wheeler or something. Yeah. Um, so, so that's where, is that where the screws come in handy? Like, is it for shifting it like up and down, like for the wheel well to match? Yeah. So that's what made it easier with the actual uh, brass rod is you're moving both wheels at the same time. You just loosen them a little bit and then those, um, the, um, yeah, you're basically your A-arms, you know, they just slide forward and back to adjust to your wheelbase. So it's really easy to do. Um, yeah, one dude was like, you need measurements. Like, no, you really don't, actually. <laughs> you know, you just kind of slide it until where it fits and then test it a couple times, you know, mock it up a couple times. Okay, you finally got it right, then tighten it down and you're that's, good to go. Damn, that's tight. I want to try one. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need to get yeah, it. I've got some too, yeah. I'll yeah, because I do have, I mean, I do have some, like, old builds where... I primarily just did those builds for the to paint the model, yeah, and I never, yeah. I just never painted nothing else like underneath, and they're just, <laughs> right and I, I never bring those out or nothing, you know. And it's uh, yeah, but at least uh, you know for the display cabinet, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's more like a personal, just just here, you know. But it'd be well, cool. that's also kind of been my style too. Has been just curbside, so I've been, you know, called out a few times for uh, you know there'll be be at a show and they'll be looking at my car and they'll be like dude you didn't even like try on the you know making a chassis for it like yeah no um i got bored at that point yeah. you know lost interest but i brought it so it's up you know and uh <laughs> um so yeah it was kind of built with that you know for the lazy modeler in mind you know such as myself mm -hmm. um there's a lot of kids that really just you know take your amt Impala's, you know, it's like I don't want to spend a lot of time detailing it. It's never going to look amazing when you got an axle going across it, or even, you know, not using the axle. You got, you know, I don't know, your '76 Caprice. You know, it's just a big engine bay. You have to do a lot of detailing just to get it to look right, and it's still not quite right. Um, so I don't waste my time with those, man. I want to mm -hmm. spend my time on the ones that are going to look good no matter what. Um, and then also, you know. Sometimes I just don't want to do an engine. <laughs> yeah. Or chassis or whatever, and I want to slam it and not spend a month adjusting the, the, the suspension to get it to where I want, you know? Yeah. So, uh, uh, that's like and uh, then, <laughs> headaches right there. Yeah. And then I do that. And then I uh, like the 77 Monte Carlo kit, you know, it's like that's a curbside chassis, but then you set that up on there and it still doesn't lay you know frame it's you still got the well at least frame but not you know whatever rockers so i was like well damn it so i took that off <laughs> i was like what's the point of doing a curbside if i can't lay it completely on the ground you know yeah. uh so yeah um i don't know just things like that so that's yeah there's various reasons to use one of these chassis you know that's why i did the three pack um so you can keep one specifically for a uh you know, it's intended uses as mocking up. And then the other two, you can just end up keeping them on a car and switch them out into, you know, every now and then. Oh, dope. So, like, when you, when someone purchases these, like, from your site, they have the option to get a, a single or, or like, a three-pack? Yeah, I did a little corny line, like, but wait, there's more, you know, purchase three, <laughs> you know, for the price of two or some crap. I don't remember. But, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I did three-pack. I figured. Oh, dope. It'd be, um, yeah, 
yeah, it'd be better just to have multiples of them, you know. Uh, one is good if you want to use it specifically for, you know, mocking up. That's good. But, you know, people like me, I'm going to want three or more, you know, um, so I can actually use them for some of the cars I want to take to the shows. Yeah, I always, uh, you know, I get annoyed sometimes when I'm doing the mock-ups with the wheels and then you, you set it all down and it's like a, at a, like a very small three-wheel motion. <laughs> like, uh, why is it not not touching like what's going on yeah. you know you have all four wheels perfectly standing up and and like the only wheels that you can get away doing that are like those wide ones like you know if you're using some uh cool school like hopping hydros or something uh-huh. <laughs> the rest of your tires are gonna fall right over yeah, yeah. no yeah and uh, i was talking with casey the other day and i was telling him like some of the wheels that are like 3d printed that mm-hmm. i've been like messing with they, they're like in separate pieces, at least two or three different pieces. And every time I mock up, you know, it's like it, I get excited. I, I'm putting it all together and it starts to fall apart. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, all right, I think what I'm going to start doing now is I'm going to have to just work on the wheels first, get those painted yeah. up, glued up. Yep. And then I could work just on gotta the mock Commit to that finish, though, is the only thing. Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. yeah, commit to those that finish of whatever you're going to do with those wheels with. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, once they're done, they're done, and yeah, I definitely make for a funner uh, mock-up session, you know. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah, I always like to do that at the end of like every build session. It's like, okay, I'm done. Take a step back and just admire where I'm where I'm at with this at this point. You know, sometimes take a picture. You know, but yeah, that's uh yeah, it's part of the process to me, man. Like like a lot of the the builds that you've done, you know, over the years in the past, and you know. Like you did those at a time period and you put them away, you admire them, but then you fast forward to now, you know, you're still learning new things. Do you ever go back and revisit those just to kind of update them, maybe switch out the wheels or or be like, oh, now I could do this? Sometimes, but usually that ends badly. So I try not to. Um, usually it turns into something where I end up not putting it back together. You know, I mean, I'll lose like lose interest again or something before it goes back together. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as updating, you know, the quality of them, uh, there's been some where I've done wheel swaps. Like wheel swaps are quite common, um, and I'll bring them back out. You know, from retirement after a while. Like I've done that with uh, a '59 Chevy wagon that I did, and then the, like I have '50 olds and. Oh, the one I did most was with just uh, Polar Lights DeLorean. Like, I was just doing wheel swaps on that. That was, like, the first thing I ever put together, um, you know, because it's already chrome-plated, brushed chrome. And, uh, yeah, so I would, every show I would bring it out with a different set of wheels on it just to have some fun with it. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I try not to. Like, I see some dudes, they'll actually, like, take them, tear them down, rebuild completely. Like do full rebuilds with them, you know, strip them and repaint. It's like hell no. I'll just buy, I'll just buy another kit. Yeah. Right. Just keep it as is and get a new kit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just admire it for what it was. You know, hey, you know, it wasn't the best. You know, I've got some in my display case right now, but I can see that are you know, not the best. But I'm not, I'm not ashamed of them by any means. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, but I, I, um, I'm gonna share that. I mean, I, I know a lot of people have already seen the chassis, but I'm definitely gonna share it more uh, now that we talked about it. That way, uh, for those that maybe haven't seen it, so they could check that out right there because yeah, it yeah. looks like a cool product, dude. It's, it's super dope, and 
I feel like it is going to be a solution for a lot of uh, people that build curbsides because I, I feel like there's a lot of people that do do curbsides, but they don't really like say it. They just kind of <laughs> keep it low key, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I yeah. The so. Instagram dude, just uh, yeah, just shows him. Yeah. Um. There's um. Yeah, I think that's a keeper, man. That's that's definitely a set I'm proud of. I don't really see any room for improvement with it either. Uh, so I, that's one I'm gonna just bring back. That one and like the saw blades have been like those those hits that I'm just gonna keep coming back with. You know, every chance I get. Yeah. Have you thought of any other uh, products that are on the line, like for next year? For four um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so much tool wise, but man, I have a list for uh, sets to draw. Up next, though. Um, so this is the one shitty part about. Um, me taking these little side, you know, adventures into diecast and action figures and stuff. And, um, is it, I should have been done with, uh, well, dedicated magazine for one and two, I should have been done with the other set of photo etch. So, um, I've got a few guys that have, uh, you know, um, thrown in on ordering plaques that I thought it'd be done. I was like, yeah, give me like a few months, but go ahead and, you know, pitch in, you know, pay for your plaques, serve your spot and I'll draw them up and everything. Man, I need so to add to that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I've got like, dude, that sheet is so close to being done. Like, I've mm -hmm. got like, I've got probably like, um, let's say three by three inches of space to fill, and it's I've got a set, I've got a draft to fill that, and I've got some other spots I can fill like some small stuff like plaques and whatever. I can move some stuff around, mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, I'm so close to being done. I just needed like, you know. Uh, sit down and force myself to get in that groove, man. Um, but yeah, as soon as, and I plan on doing that actually, like still before the year is up, like that's still my goal. Um, and it's going to be all gold plated, dude. So everything, Dang. the next line is gonna be gold plated. Um, so we're going to see all of, a lot of the stuff that I've already had out, like most of them are going to be uh, things we're already seeing, you know, mm -hmm. your Cadillacs, Cadillacs, all the Impalas I've done. Um, then, um, but some of the sets have been updated. Like, uh, I added more details to the, the, the Johan Cadillac, the promos. Mm -hmm. It's going So I added some interior details to that. Um, getting decals made for the interior stuff too, with the wood grain and all that. So, um, actually the decals are done. I just need the photo wish to go with it. Um, so I've got some really cool stuff in the works as far as like what's, pretty much ready to go. Um, and that should be hitting pretty soon. I don't know exactly when, but soon. So let's sit down and soon as I sit down and finish it up Add 30 days to that and I'll be ready to go. Um, and then, um, for as far as new designs, yeah, I'll, I'm not going to commit to like win on that because it'll definitely be next year. Um, but yeah, I've got to get back to finishing up the rest of the Impala lineup. Like, I've got a 68 and 69 that I want to build. So I've got to do sets for those. Um, and then I think it's about time to do the 63, you know, the 58, 59, 60. So there's still a few of those that need to be done. Um, you know, and there's, there's other photo etch sets out there for those for most of those years, but you know, I always do my own little touch with them, you know, yeah. All the wire specific, uh, with the accessories and everything. And, different decals and stuff like that so with the decals have been a kind of a game changer for it man um that 
that's next level to add to it is uh, adding those uh, decal detail sets with them, you know, with wood grains and I'll be able to do the seat patterns and extra engine detail things and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, if you haven't uh, seen that 62, the 61 and 62 Impala set, man, that decal set is next level, dude. Yeah. It's got the gauges and everything, you know, you're in, um, and all die cut water slide, just like you would be having from a kit. Nice. Yeah. That's the best when yeah. it's die cut. Cause yeah. Yeah. The other ones, it's a little bit more work and sometimes it just doesn't work out sometimes, you know? No. And you know, I recently bought some, I won't say the company's name, but I bought some that were like, you know, like custom made and seemed like top of the line decals, but they won't, I, I got spoiled with, you know, the die cut ones and I just cut out generally the area and then I realized, oh shit, these are not <laughs> the whole, you know, the whole thing's coming up. Like, <laughs> like, you know, and I, so I ruined one and then I was like, okay, let's just, you know, now that you know what you're up against, you, you know, you knew better. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, I don't know. I just wasn't into it anymore. <laughs> I was like, set it aside. Like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> no, I don't want to play with no, the yeah. die cut ones are dope. I mean, I've used the ones from like Aoshima, and it was like easy, you know. <laughs> I was like just putting it over the the placement where I wanted to put it, and yeah. I just like how it it just like slid on and everything the way it looked. I was like, cool, it's, yeah. it's done, no issues. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I yeah. I like this right here. Yeah, so I'm glad we got that figured out. It's just another fun thing for me to do with the drawing, you know. Yeah, and um, what, what like advice would you say to someone who's like a bit intimidated about jumping into Photo Edge? They see the sets, they have the car, they want to do it, or maybe they already got the stuff, but they just don't know like where to begin. You know, um, my stuff. I don't know. I've, I don't know if it's just that I'm used to it, but most of it's pretty easy. There's some of these parts that can be fragile, um, but most of them just glue on like regular parts. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly I would say don't be afraid to uh, paint them and everything. I feel like a lot of people are, are just enjoy the fact that it is photo etched and shiny that they feel like they can just put it on there like that. And you can, you know, um, metal pieces or metal pieces, you know, but uh, a lot of them were designed to be painted. I say that's probably my only real advice, but as far as a newcomer to it, man, don't, yeah, don't be scared of it at all. Don't be intimidated. Cause it's just, you know, they don't like the way it looks. Um, you know, take it off <laughs> um, but a lot of these pieces have like i'm just i just grabbed a set off my desk here you know i've got duplicates of stuff on here you know say for instance that 62 impala you know i've got two different options for the gauge bezel and so if you screw one up or decide you don't like it you know you can just switch it out um i would suggest um getting in some really good tweezers um um, or yeah, just do some surfing on your site to find some good tools on some of these, you know, for removal. Like some of these license plate fr- frames can be a little tricky if you're not uh, careful with it. You know, they're breaking them. So just proceed with caution. But they just mostly just twist off. Um, and then as far as painting them, you know, that's just metal. So if you can kind of treat them like a black wash, just paint the whole thing and then buff them down. Um, so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. To me, they're pretty easy and fun to use and just bring them to life. Yeah, because I see your builds and, you know, I start seeing other people coming out with Photo Edge, like putting them on their cars. Yeah. And, you know, 
it, it does turn people on, like, for sure. Like, I want to try that. And it it does, like, just switch everything up. Yeah, um, I won't build the car if I don't have photo edits for it, man. Even if it's, you know, I, and I'm not, uh, it doesn't have to be mine. Like, I'm, I'm down to buy, you know, I've always grew up on Detail Master and Model Car Garage. And, you know, that 69 Camaro I built recently, that was using their set. You know, I'm not a, a snob about it. <laughs> um, but I've got to have photo edge for it, you know. Um, it's just certain pieces, they just really stand out, even if it's just your window cranks or whatever, you know. Um, and then a lot of, um, I, I, and then I highly recommend, um, using sets like that have like the badges, like the, say the 78, uh, Monte Carlo. Like, I feel like you, you gotta have that. It's got the, uh, Chrome badges that say Monte Carlo on them and everything. It just, it's, and it's super easy to do stickers, you know, um, it can be a little bit difficult, but not, not any more difficult than anything else we're doing. Um, so yeah, it's just simple add-ons that make a lot of difference you know by having the badges on there nice and easy that's um, tight yeah because i mean you know you could even just collect them over time and then later end up using them on a build do you yeah want... so that was a big thing like you know it was i was kind of urging everybody just buy what i have you know because i don't know you know a lot of the stuff was originally just going to be like i'm just was going to not plan on bringing them back necessarily you know, so it was kind of like, yeah, get what I got when I got it. Cause I don't know when they're going to be back. Um, but now it's, I'm starting to expand on the collection a little bit more and wanting to bring some of these things back. So yes, it is smart to go ahead and get what you can, but don't stress on like if your timeline, like the Cadillac kits, I haven't had those in a while. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but I'll be back with more. I'm not going anywhere with it. It just may take me longer. Especially with these little detours that I do. <laughs> yeah, but I've noticed too on your parts, like they shine more, like the on the chrome pieces. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They don't need polishing, man. That was the whole. That was definitely one of the things about what I got was, um, it's yeah, it's it's already mirror finished, pretty much, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, um, like I'm looking at one right now, like the '65 Buick Riviera detail set, and then. Um, it looks like you have different options for the uh, the set, either the set with the decals or just decals only. Uh, yeah, so you've got. Um, I did the decal set separately. If you missed out, like some a lot of people bought that set before I had the decals out, um, but the decals have the wood grain, which is really, um, yeah. It's I don't know, man. It's it's. You look at the pictures of my um, that last build I did it really made that build to me um, with the um, interior door panels. Like they have the Chrome, now uh, they have the photo etch trim and then the decal is an inset that sets for it. Mm -hmm. um, but then again, it's not necessary either. Cause if you want just the all metal look, like if you're doing a pro touring look, you may not want wood grain, you know? Um, but yeah, that was the first like success story for me as far as having wood grain decals that are die cut ready to go. And, a tag team with the photo etch. Um, so we've got the center console piece that um, there's two of them. There's one that's stock and then there's one with the, that's like a custom one that's got um, that's cut out for a screen, like an in-dash screen. And it's also got the little switches, little holes for the switches. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's tight. I so see. I want to be able to do a custom one, but also stock. Um, 
and there were two different designs actually i cut one that was uh, designed to go lay over the entire thing like after you have the dashboard set in place and then i wasn't sure if that design sorry i wasn't sure if that design was going to work so i did the other one where it matched up was um if you look at it it's you'll see one is um it's just the top half which is the same piece as the dash where it separates mm, yeah yeah i separated one like the dash and the other one i just kept it as all as one piece uh, but the one I ended up building was the one for that was all just one piece, and that worked out really well. Yeah, it looks awesome, right here. And and this one, uh, are you uh, are these in the CD packaging as well, with the cases? Um, so I've been switching things up a lot, man. I was um, recently, like mostly, I think everybody's going to be getting like if you're ordering from now on, it'll be uh, trading card. Uh, Top loaders, man. Mm. I discovered that those were, you know, those protective cards for, uh, you know, baseball cards and everything. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, that was my alarm watch. Um, <clears throat> so those turned out to be a cool find um, for these. So those are we're going to be doing now. The little foldable plastic pieces I was using when I first started this line, um, I bought my vendor out. So... The only place I can get them is like a case of like, I don't know, 2000 or something like that. And it's like, I don't need that many. I don't have the space for that big ass box. <laughs> uh, so I was trying to get creative. And yeah. uh, in some cases, yeah, I'll, I'll break out like CD cases, you know, uh, so those I can buy on Amazon and get them here next day. But uh, I, yeah, I recently discovered the top loaders, man, for uh, trading cards. Turned out to be a good fit for a lot of these pieces. So, uh, so that means I get to redesign my card art to look like baseball cards and stuff. <laughs> Ooh, that's going to be cool. Nice, nice collector's piece right there. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just fun stuff, man. Yeah. I like the, um, I'm just like digging around your page and all the, the switches. That you have on oh here. yeah. Yeah. Those, that was, are, uh, those are neat with, uh, that was Gavin, Gavin. dude. Yeah, because I'd already included them, but I didn't really. Have, I just made them to make them. I didn't really have anything, um, any switches in mind. I was just thinking of using some actually you know, pins or whatever, like we usually did. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, when Gavin designed those, like, oh, bro, like you know, you know, send me the measurements and uh, you know what you land with, and I'll adjust mine so they fit. And uh, that was a real shot in the dark. Well, that was just math, dude. Like. You know, he sent me his measurements, and I, I drew it to match. Um, we didn't know if it would fit until we got the pieces together. You know what I mean? And yeah, we got really lucky with that. Yeah, just good old. Yeah, it came out dope. I mean, it looks tight. Yeah, I, I see like a lot of the the items they had like sold out from the site. Um, so some of those will come back, but in a gold version. Yeah, yeah. So like, we'll be back with. Um, yeah, any of the Impala sets you see on there, and then the Cadillacs for sure. Uh, those will be back in gold, along with some other sets. Like, oh, dude, you're like this. I'm gonna do the uh, turntable set that I did with Iceman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I see with here. The techniques and all that. Yeah, that's gonna be back with gold. Oh, um, sick. And I did a little bit more uh, revising to that set too. Like I, um, I drew out some little uh, toner arms and everything for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully those will be a little bit more of a complete looking set. You don't have to do as much scratch building. Yeah, you could um, put it on there. Yeah. 
So that'll be fun. Uh, the boom box is also going to be gold. So I'm excited about those pieces. Um, and then, yeah, just some random stuff, man. Um, but yeah, definitely if it's not something that's, I plan on doing gold, they'll still you'd definitely come back. Um, I don't think there's anything like that's like gone and just done except for maybe that big knockoff set. I may bring that back eventually, but I've made so many adjustments to those knockoffs since I first did that. That was like the very first thing I did. So if you scroll all the way down to the very last item, I kept that on there. Mm-hmm. I've had several people still wanting that, but it's like, ah, you know, I've got, yeah, I've done a lot of revisions, so I'd have to draw it all over again or, you know, combine them and try to sort it all out. Yeah, the the not I see it here the knockoff collection. Yeah, damn. Yeah, that was the first thing I did. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot of knockoffs right there. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some that were only on there. Like I did. There's like the Texas, you know, chip. You know, <laughs> and uh, what else is on there? I think the LA, like the uh, the Dodgers LA logo is on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. I see all the logos. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, represent. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty tight. Yeah, you got a lot of a lot of cool uh, neat stuff right here. It's uh it says it says junkie junkies.net. Yeah, junkies.net. That's tight. Yeah. And um I used to have uh I used to have the dot com, but then I let it die and um I went to go buy it back and now it's a premium. Some, oh, some, yeah. asshole, some asshole bought it and wants me wants me <laughs> paying like two thousand dollars for my own brand. I'm like, screw off. I was like, that net's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's whack. Like, yeah. What the hell, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And what's up with the Rivy? Uh did you end up you ended up uh like selling it, right? Yeah, I gave it away, dude. I did a little raffle for it. Yeah, it was cool. It ended up being a dude in Texas too. Oh wow, that's cool. So that's you don't have to ship too far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was a safer trip, so that was kind of nice. Um, it was meant to stay in the, in the state. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah, he's like, uh, I'm about four hours away. I told him, I was like, dude, you got to come out. And uh, so I can see it again <laughs> someday. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, that, that, you know, so I'll be there. Uh, but yeah, dude gets down. I can't think of his name at this moment. But um, yeah, you may be able to look it up for me. Was, but, it, uh, uh, was it hard for you to let that one go, or you were just like, all right, we got to ruffle this off? Yeah, no, that was a part of the fun, man. Um, I don't get too attached to any of mine. Um, yeah, I, I, there's, uh, you know, a couple of different trains of thought on, you know, building model cars. And, you know, some guys will not sell it at all. You know, it's a part of their collection that they did for themselves. And they see it as, you know, it's, um, um, you know, if you were to aim for the time and effort for, you know, I put into this, you know, I'd be getting you know, five bucks an hour kind of thing. Um, and then there's the other trade of thought where it's like, you know, you just build them for people to enjoy, um, whether it be yourself or others, you know what I mean? And uh, that's kind of where I've fallen. It's like, um, yeah, it's it's just going to I have a display case for it, and that's cool. Um, so they're not just in their boxes, but at the same time, if somebody wants it, uh, I'm happy to sell them, you know? And then with... Uh, Something like that. I just thought it'd be fun, you know, just to do a quick raffle, you know, um, and uh, yeah, just to give it away. That's so, cool, man. And, yeah. So most of mine, I don't really build with the intentions of uh, keeping. Like, um, 
you know, some of the guys actually have, you know, parts of my collection and, you know, in the club, even that we just, you know, give them, sell them, whatever too. Um, and that's a part of it too, man, to me, like, I kind of like having parts of other people's collections too. as part of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you do appreciate it, especially, you know, you're, you didn't build it. Somebody else did. And you start to admire their work and see like, Oh, this is how they did that. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I'm not too attached to any of them, man. Nothing, you know, nothing really hurts. I I spent a lot of time on it. That was my time to enjoy it. I got some good photos of it that proves that I built it and it's mine. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't care if somebody else wants to try to claim it as theirs. I don't think people are that shitty that often. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sure, but you know, what's the chances of that? Yeah. Dang. So, and yeah. um, let's. I wanted to switch stuff up to the action figures. So you you uh, just did a the metal face action figure. Yeah, yeah. How'd so that come together? Point, it was a it was a long road, but I guess not as bad as I've you know I've made friends with a lot of other guys in this kind of uh, uh, part of the hobby, you know, making action figures and stuff. And so mine, I guess, we went together pretty smoothly. Um, one of the interesting anecdotes, man, was uh, I don't know. First of all, the idea was just uh, I don't know. I've always liked those old school '90s Hasbro wrestling action, you know, wrestling figures. And uh, I just thought it was a fun idea to make them as rappers, you know, because it's, it's very similar, uh, you know, their personas and everything and, uh, you know, just over the top characters that, you know, MCs would make for themselves in their in their lyrics, you know. So I thought it was pretty easy transition with some of them. Uh, MF Doom is more of a comic book character so that you know again same thing kind of like wrestlers and everything they're just kind of comic book characters you know caricatures too um so I don't know. yeah it was just a fun idea i was like if i can make that that'll be something cool you know that i would want to have and actually have a collection of them you know different characters so um, yeah i reached out for some help on uh, getting the Really, the idea was just to have the head sculpted because I found a lot of 3D prints files for these uh, old action figure bodies, you know, from the Hasbro ones from the 90s. Uh, so there's a lot of them just need minor modifications and basically a new head over there. Um, but this one ended up needing a bit more. I had to do this cape and, you know, all that good stuff. But, um, yeah, dude, it's been fun. I, I tried to actually get in it... Um, copyrighted you know so i could actually use mf doom's name you know and and uh one for a little bit of street cred too but also too i wanted to be able to like have it meaningful where i'm like sending money to the family and everything um but yeah that got shut down <laughs> dang and um so what's hip-hop fig federation i mean is, is that the pretty much gonna be the line of the figures or is that like the like just like the name like the collab uh, yeah, so that's going to be the name. Yeah, you had it right the first time. That's going to uh-huh. be the name of the, the line. Because I'm not done. That's just uh, that's just getting started. Um, like, I've got a Zarface action figure that I'm working on right here in front of me. Oh. And then I've got uh, the prototypes for um, uh, Handsome Boy Modeling School. Because those guys are perfect for, you know, this wrestling kind of thing. Uh, Prince Paul and Danny Automator. And then... And then I'm trying to figure out what's going to be next. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe like Aesop Rock is the Impossible Kid or something. Or Bazooka Teeth. 
Um, I've got a long list. I want to do Beat Nuts as a tag team. Yeah, and then a Big Pun and uh, Fat Joe as a tag team. I think that'd be amazing. Um, so, ever, some uh, more mainstream, some lesser, you know, underground ones that I like. Ever th- or what about, or I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there. Cool Keith? Yes, Cool Keith would be awesome. I want to do him as uh, Black Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> that's tight. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely that's definitely on my list, man. Cool Keith is amazing. Dang, lost in space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, you know, I'd probably do a Killer Mike LP, you know, things like that. Um, just be fun. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, and then I'm also thinking of, uh, I told myself I just really want to focus on this, but I also kind of want to do some of the smaller ones too, the 3.75 inch action figures you know like the gi joe or the oh, seven yeah. figures you know mm-hmm. so don't be surprised if some of those turn up as those characters instead yeah um, a lot of those figures now have a lot of articulation too yeah depending yeah, on the body style be. if you're gonna go for the old school style or you know I'd, if you want something more modern i'd go old school yeah, yeah. i think old school the way Unless, all right, here's the other thing. Unless we do some stop motion, I plan on incorporating some stop motion videos or something. Uh-huh. In that case, then we'll need some more articulation, but for the most part. Oh, yeah, as a matter of fact, that's one I'm working on. Um, I need to get an update on that, but I've got a dude working on some uh, uh, G.I. Joe figures for uh, the cool kids. Um, dr- yeah, dressed up as the way they did in their last album and everything. Nice. So that that's gonna be awesome, man. I'm excited about that one. And you know, yeah, need to see what's up with that. The artwork should be about done, and we can get started on production for that. So that'll be an early next year kind of project. Yeah. So so next year you're gonna be at a show, the Denton Palooza. Oh, so that's actually like next month. No. That's oh yeah, like this. Sorry, this one. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, that's weeks? like a, yeah, it's like two weeks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're already in October. I'm all I'm all forgetting. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's starting to get nice and everything. Yeah, this is my favorite time of year. Yeah, same um, here. Yeah. But, uh, What's up with that event? Have you gone to it before? Is this the first time or have they done this before? This is, this is going to be the first time for me. They had it a couple years ago. Um, well, maybe like three years ago, two, three years ago. I don't know, just before the pandemic, I guess. And then that was it. Like, they were working out the kinks or, you know, just not able to be, throw big events. Uh, so this is your first year back. Um, and you're bringing uh, out exclusives huh yeah dude uh so this is a fundraiser and it's definitely one of the coolest events um we've got a lot of cool local talent and people dress up for this thing dude like so the story of this show it came out it started off as a joke so this dj um yeah def uh his name's joey he's kind of a you know one of the more popular dudes in town and uh he started this off as a joke just making i don't know man it's it's kind of a small it's like local things you know that were just jokes for that only our town would get you know just random weird shit that happens in our town so he added a lot of these names to the flyer um like okay for instance um peter weller from robocop you know he's he went to unt the school out here um so you know on the flyer they put the dude who played robocop you know things like that um and so it just kind of turned into a real event uh shortly thereafter <laughs> and then um 
So that's so they decided to bring it back this year. And then uh, speaking of Cool Keith, when I was at that Cool Keith concert, I met this photographer, and he's the one who put me in touch with this dude who uh, runs the event. Um, you know, because he'd seen all my Hot Wheels and everything, and he said, you know, there's a they wanted me to do a couple custom Hot Wheels. I'm like, well. I've been actually working on some action figures, you know, the wrestling ones and everything. So I was like, let me come up with some different concepts. This is a really first uh, big step into uh, doing some uh, bootleg action figures, you know, take because a lot of the guys. All right. So I've been paying a lot of attention and, and talking to a lot of dudes. These guys will take like your standard G.I. Joe and they'll modify them they'll customize them. And, you know, like what we do with kits, you know, these guys will treat these G.I. Joe's as kits. So, you know. Um, they'll swap, you know, torsos and heads and everything and modify them and send them, you know, just like you would have, you know, modifying a model car. So I've been intrigued by this. I was like, this was an opportunity to do that. Uh, you know, just to try it out on a few pieces, nothing major. Um, but yes, yeah, so this has been pretty fun, dude. There's going to be, I'll, I'll, I've been kind of quiet about, you know, what I'm gonna be busting out but there'll be some posts here soon about what they all are and um i don't know it's gonna be fun dude just kind of uh expanding you know a little bit you know just not doing the same thing over and over yeah it's gonna be refreshing for sure and i'm sure you're gonna learn a lot of stuff from this experience yeah, yeah man um it's cool um yeah and it's listed as like the, the top top builds for the the uh you know, vendors and everything. And I've been showing that dude a lot of the different things I've got planned and yeah, he's excited about it. Should be a pretty good hit, man. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out in a few weeks, but uh, either way, it'll be a good time. Yeah. You better go live. now. <laughs> Show <laughs> some action right there or, or just maybe photos yeah, no, or I some will. clips, you know, hmm. you know, Instagram live. I need to do that. I need to get more comfortable doing that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And like with yep. all with all this going on, have you had some time to for yourself to model build? Yeah, still sneaking in some cars here and there, man. Um, so um, yeah, because after this, we've got Pistons and Paint, which is a car show in November here in Denton, which is a big rat rod show, and that was just the most fun, dude. Um, so to generate some interest, I threw out like a little build off for everybody locally, you know, to do a rockabilly style um so yeah i've got a couple different pieces in the works i kind of shifted gears and i really wanted to do one of those uh photo wedge sets for the 39 chevy because it's got the grill mm -hmm. that i finally figured out um so that uh yeah i've got a 39 chevy in the works for that if all goes well that'll be next yeah and and that show it, it goes on like every year that when they yeah it's an annual one oh, nice. yeah it's an annual one we've probably this is probably our fifth uh, year at least maybe longer than that maybe six or even seven I don't know um, but it's the most laid back show like the car show itself is super laid back like it's not pretentious at all like everybody just shows up with whatever their car is you know there's you know um, like a sixty eight and older 60 no 65 and older something like that i forget no i think they changed it they made it to 72 1972 and older uh so it's a car show for just pretty much everybody rolls up um it's in this fairground so it's like mostly just a grass area and, and you've got you know cool bands playing and 
Benton being the town that it is, it's just a really cool um, environment. Uh, and that's the way we treat the model car show aspect of it, too. It's just more of a big meet. Um, I do awards, but they're, you know, it takes me like 10 minutes to decide who wins what. And nobody talks shit or bitches, you know, it's like, this is what you get. <laughs> We're not here for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, if anything, they joke about it. You know, um, so, yeah, it's just a, it's a fun show. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah. Yeah. Everybody goes, they just pretty much, it's, everybody seems to feel the same way. It's just the most fun. Yeah. And, um, you know, regarding the dedicated magazine for the new issue, uh, what would you say, yeah. or an, a, like a guess as far as like, a, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't mean to put you on a, on a spot, but like yeah. an, an, a percentage yeah. of completion. Mm-hmm. You would not be doing your job as a journalist if you didn't ask me that, man. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta know. Yeah, that's the hard questions. I know. We got we gotta know. So I mean <laughs> did it. I mean it's been a while from the last I, uh, issue. You know, and I mean before we talked, I told you I did not want to discuss dedicated and you had to do it. Yeah. I had to I had to bring it up. <laughs> but I mean yeah, yeah, no. Um, the goal is to uh, have it wrapped up by the end of the year, man. Okay. Um, the cool. goal was actually going to be me being still possible. My my true goal is to be complete with it by dis- the first of December, uh, which gives me two months. Um, but the actual true deadline is to be have the artwork, have everything ready to go before the end of the year. Yeah, that's good. I, I like uh, deadlines. You know, even though. Yeah. It's it's like goals and deadline. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You start setting that up because you know the motivation, everything will just come and that pressure of like, fuck, we gotta get this ready. And yeah. um uh, Willie's Willie's been uh very patient. He's been continually doing his work on it, you know. Um continually uh, you know, finding content and everything. Mm-hmm. And then uh recently we added uh Bill to the to the squad there um uh, to do some photography as well as uh, a few articles here and there too. So um, we're really bulked up. I think everybody's ready to get back to it. Uh, I know Willie's talked to uh, DA, you know, Garcia and everything too. Um, he's wanting to contribute. Um, we've got a uh, somebody that's really cool enough to um, work on a, a, a secret build that will be just displayed in the magazine before it gets shown to the public kind of thing. Um, and yeah, so all the pieces are there, dude. I've got so much coverage and that's why it's been kind of intimidating. I've got to just got to like close off everything else and just mm-hmm. focus. Yeah. No, I mean, but I, I, I know for sure, like also, like I understand why it's taking so long, you know, as well, because there's that pressure too, you know, like if you think about like the first issue drop, everyone was like, damn, this is dope and happy. Second one. Yeah. Oh damn! It's getting like doper. Like it's just the level keeps going higher and higher, right? And then the yeah. third and so forth. That control, man. You're gonna hit that. And yeah, that level eventually. Yeah, it's it's like dropping an album. You know, you get you get to a point where you're, you're kind of like, all right, we gotta, I gotta <laughs> really, I gotta really yeah. think of the concept, or how are we gonna, you know, you can't just put anything out. Oh, and here's the thing too. Um, part of the thing was um, I lost all my templates that I had designed like since the start of one. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of creating new templates, making it easier for myself to just lay these out. Yeah. Ended up resetting my account by accident. Damn. I lost everything. So it's like, which is not a big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. but still, it would 
it would be nice to just kind of do a lot of plug and play and modifying from there versus starting from scratch. <laughs> yeah. So there will be like, I'm sure you're, I don't know if anybody's nerdy enough to really look through them close enough to notice the similarities between some of the articles and everything. It's like, ah, that's basically that just with that flipped around and everything. Um, no, you're like, be- <laughs> you're like, Hey dude, here's a secret. You got to get all the issues. You open it to these pages and you put it all together and it, oh. show, it shows you something in the background that nobody was seeing. Yeah. All right. Puzzle, a puzzle piece in the background. Goals. That's a good idea, man. Right there. I'm good for that. That's a really cool idea. There's like Some a people. a big giant QR code that you have to scan. <laughs> then it takes you to another website. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like a rabbit hole. You're like, yeah. where, where am I going? That's awesome. Damn. Yeah. Or remember, like, remember all uh, the secrets like in the industry. Garbage Pell Kid cards. How the back yeah. part it gave you like a little section of something, like of the poster, I guess. Of the card, it, yeah, you puzzle had, or something. Yeah, you had to piece, yeah, you had to piece them all yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea right there too. Dang. That'd be kind of cool. Um, but right. dude, sorry, I mean, man. I mean, uh, it's gonna be fun. I mean, I know everyone's like looking forward to it, but at the same time, I think everyone is patiently waiting too. You know. Um, yeah, and some people are probably you know negative about it, you know, uh, about it taking so long, and others I'm sure have just given up and don't even care. But it'll be worth it once it does land. Um, the content's definitely there. Yeah, no, it it is, and even even now, I mean, people could still order back issues from uh, MacLeod. Yeah, MacLeod, mm-hmm. bringing the back go. issues, except for the last one because that was right when I lost all my originals. Oh, okay. So I'd have to read. Yeah. So the new version, e, or whatever. The digital yeah. version is like different. Collector's edition. We added three new pages to it. Nah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and it's completely like all different. Like. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, "Oh man, now I gotta buy the digital." Yeah. So, uh, so volume five was never published on MacLab, but the first four. Is that right? Do I have the numbers right? Right. There's five of them. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the first four are on MacLeod. The fifth one is not, but that one is. So that one, if you have Volume Five, keep it or you know sell it for a lot of money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got I got that one. Yeah. Um, one of my friends Rudy came through on that one because um, I missed the pre-order, but my friend okay. Rudy he got two of them, and he's like he's like I got you, and I was like oh thank you. So I have awesome. I have all so of them. Fun. I have. All, your friend yeah they yeah, come dude. through in order to and he probably even had that in his mind at the time he's like i'm just in order to right yeah. Yeah. yeah no yeah he came through i was like oh man that's awesome and um yeah. are, have you are you considering adding another thing to your plate like 3d printing as well <laughs> oh yeah actually i am um we we're just having that discussion it's pretty much okay so like the local team like i've said these guys names a hundred times already but andres and francois are kind of like the local like uh it's it, that is detail junkies now you know kind of a thing so we've been discussing like uh going in on a 3d printer and you know um each of us tackling different aspects of it you know what i mean like the actual printing the actual drawing you know things like that mm-hmm. so it's not such a burden on all of us so we don't all have to um, just, I don't know, because we all have so much on our plates as it is. Um, so it doesn't distract us entirely and take us way off of our own, you know, 
plan. Uh, so we found one that we want to get, and yeah, we'll probably be getting one soon. So they'll be doing some 3D printing, and <laughs> mostly it's for purposes because I'm messing around with a lot of these action figures, and I want to be able to just test print one, try some things out, see if that works, if not, modify it, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, it got the guy's wheels turning too, and what to do. And surprisingly, somehow, a lot like locally, like we don't really have. There's Rusty, you know, is the only guy that really 3D prints. Like, uh, well, I'm sorry, take that back. Tony, Tony has been the dude that's having my back on all these uh, 3D prints for these action figures and everything. He's the one that printed the uh, Beastie Boys planes. Uh, some Fab Kings, yeah, Tony. He's been the dude. But I just hate burdening him with some of these smaller projects that nobody else would have any interest in, but maybe me. So that's ultimately why. I'm thinking it's kind of time to start doing my own prints and it'll be cool to, uh, you know, do some full on multimedia sets, you know, with uh, photo etch decals and 3d prints, and just to have everything ready to go, you know? Yeah. It's such a huge game changer with the 3d printing. Imagine, you know, like you wanted to mess with something and not have, not being able to print it or have anybody print it. And all you have to do is like use clay to sculpt it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like <laughs> I've, I've actually played around with that, you know, and that little bit now too. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's a different world, dude. They, they make it look easy when you watch those Instagram videos. Right. And, uh, it's not that easy. Yeah. So, nah, yeah. Those dudes are like pros, like making yeah. a face and carving everything. Yeah. 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 It's another form of art, man. It's, it's cool. I was joking around with, uh, I guess like, damn, I kind of wish, that was the path I chose, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bit of cars, but not really. I love everything, man. Uh, yeah. No, I'm super happy with everything. We'll do it where I'm at. Yeah. Everything's going. No, well, that's dope, dude. I mean, I'm happy. I, I, you know, for you, like I see all this stuff going on and it just, it's just exciting, you know, to see that you guys are hanging out getting together, working on projects collectively, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, it's been, it's been fun, man. I'm, yeah, it's it can be overwhelming at times because I put I get myself into all these different projects, you know, and I'm like, shit, what do I need to work on? It's like everything, like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, I'm gonna choose to not do anything, so I can, you know, just for mental health reasons, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, ultimately it's a lot of fun, dude. So, um, and I like the fact that I don't know. I just feel it's always been important to um continue to grow um you know with your art forms you know what i'm saying not just continue to do the same thing over and over uh but keep expanding you know i've played around with you know doing dioramas and everything beforehand you know what i mean just it's uh it's always just gotta do something different change it up and just keep challenging yourself so yeah yeah there was that satisfaction of the final product too, seeing it come to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, MF Doom figure, man, that was probably that I've been working on, like a model car kit, as far as you know, just constantly trying to figure it out. Man, I got a vacuum former, you know, so I can make my own blisters. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. Like, do, do you have to measure and special order one, or I don't know, dude. I don't, I really know too much about the blisters, but it looks great. The, the the way the fitment is so that that you have to get a like a like a vacuum or just how's that process yeah so they have um 
All right, so I ended up buying. I got a good deal on this really nice one that's like six hundred bucks, uh, and it's pretty much stupid proof. But you can. Uh, a lot of guys that I've talked to, they use just basic ones that are either homemade or ones that you can buy for cheap that are basically like um, eggboard, you know, wrapped over, you know, uh, as a top piece of a box. Um, so basically, what you do is you heat up the plastic. And then, um, yeah, it, trying to find the best way to explain this without visuals here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, there's a um, there's a shop vac involved that does a suction, and you've got a thin sheet of plastic that you wind up heating up, and then you've got your buck or your you know what would you you know use as your uh, master or your mold you know thing to mold from. Um, and then the heat part melts the plastic just enough where it wraps around that buck, you know, that shape that you want. And with that vacuum is what sucks it, you know, nice and tight, you know, forms it to it. Um, so there's Meiku form box is what I bought. M-A-Y-K-U, Meiku. Um, and they made it pretty stupid proof because the one thing I was concerned with and uh, doing these is seeing tricky with the heating element because uh, you would need to heat the plastic up and um, that seemed like the only thing I was worried about just wasting so much plastic and time and getting frustrated and not getting it right uh, so ultimately that's why I decided on that one and um, and they have the smaller ones too is actually like the dental ones those seem like they seem great but they were too the the plate on it was too small for what I needed to so if you just need some small parts like if you're doing windows or whatever the dental ones would be great um, but they're used for making like molds of, you know, your jaw and stuff like that, you know, your teeth or whatever. Oh, damn. Um, yeah. So those are pretty common. Those aren't too expensive either. I want to say there's like a hundred bucks or something. Um, I bought one and I was hoping it was big enough, but it wasn't. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I got the bigger one and, uh, it's a little tricky, man. Um, you know, getting the, the forming part itself is super easy. Just, mount a piece of plastic in there, put it up to this heater thing. And then when it starts to get to a certain point where it starts, you know, melting just enough, you slam that tray down over your part and it's done. Um, so it's pretty it's cool. It's, it's a neat little process. Um, but the biggest thing is figuring out your, um, your buck, you know? Um, so it took me a lot of time to get it properly done for the MF doom figure. Um, yeah, I got it. Mm, looks happy. good. No, it looks awesome. And is there a special adhesive that sticks to the card? Um, you know, I've CA glue has been my go-to for oh, okay. a lot of that. Nice. But lately, I found this really good double-sided tape because I, I know I, I said I've been kind of studying the game, you know. And uh, yeah, saw a lot of people do that, and that seemed to work really well. So um, yeah, so I'm just doing double-sided tape. And then for the MF Doom characters, since they're so they got a lot of weight to them, I'm actually adding a piece of like double-sided tape to the figure itself, like the stick kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's like a jelly type of, almost like a consistency of a hot glue gun kind of double-sided tape. Mm-hmm. Okay. To help to take off some of the pressure from the blister itself. Yeah, so it can stay in position. Yeah, so it stays in position. That's what I've been doing with some of the Hot Wheels, too, so they're not bouncing all around. I'll put a little piece of glue, you know, double-sided tape. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's dope. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy when you get a hallway and you just shake it and the thing's just rattling around in there. I know. Yeah, I bought some like that. I'm like, damn. <laughs> um, oh, the far side one. That's the one I first did that with. Oh, that was cool. Did you see that video? With um, um, uh, some some kid, slim kid tray. Yeah. Doing the unboxing. Yeah, that was tight. Yeah. Dude, it's cool that you're like, it's like these are like your hip hop heroes, you know? They are my heroes, man. No bullshit about it. Like, I'm not like, yeah, embarrassed or, you know, feeling corny about it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are the people that shaped my childhood and my adulthood, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. far side, come on, you know? Oh, um, that's tight. Yeah, who doesn't love the far side? I know. Yeah, I don't know anybody who doesn't. Yeah, or if you don't know it, that's fine. But, you know, those that do. Yeah. Nah, that's cool. Any uh, any any shout outs or anything you want to give out before we wrap this one up, David? Um, yeah, everybody, really, man. Um, We've got the um, Underground King Squad. Um, yeah, we're always in the group chats and everything, you know, uh, figuring out the next plan and goofing around and just nonsense. So the Underground Kings, yeah, 100% of that. To uh, Shout out to Willie uh, for his patience as we get geared up for the next issue of Dedicated. That is definitely happening. Um Shout out specifically to uh, Tony, Fab Kings, uh, brought me out with all these 3D prints and just being down and actually doing some a lot of design work. He designed that um, Farsight car, man. Oh, nice. That's really yeah. yeah, that's tight. So he's, he's been right there with me on all these projects. Um, and we got, uh, yeah, Andres and, and Francois who've been, you know, helping in every way possible from the shows to, uh, you know, doing these airplanes and, yeah, packaging, cutting down photo wash parts, shipping magazines, you name it. They've always been there for all that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, and um, that's all I can think of for now. So my bad if I forgot to shut you out. But uh, yeah, Gavin, lower model car parts, shout out to that dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. Everybody I talk to on a regular basis. So my bad if I didn't say your name. <laughs> <laughs> right on, dude. Now that's awesome. Well, uh, well, thanks, David. It, it was uh, fun catching up, and I just look forward to you know new products and ventures that you got coming up. Yeah, man, new adventures, man. This is uh, yeah, yeah. It feels like I'm still just getting started. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's never, uh, I'm never quite there, but it's it's oh, it's been a fun journey for for sure. No, oh, that's awesome, man. Well, yeah, well, we'll be here. We'll be watching. That's the sub, brother. That's the sub, man. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you having yeah. me on. Yeah, thank you. And you have a good night. We'll talk soon. All right, man. Awesome. Take care. Bye. All right, bye.